You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Joy Williams, is best known for being the drummer for Beyonce for the past eight years, but she is also an esteemed musical director. She has her own music out, she is a member of the Recording Academy, and she is an actress. We are going to talk about all of these fun things and more, as well as what she has been up to the past couple of years and what she has going on into the future. So come along with me as I catch up with Joy Williams. Joy, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. And it's really great to see you. You too. It's been so long, man. Great to see you. Absolutely. It has been a long couple of years. <laughs> yes. <And> speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, how have those couple of years been for you? How, how have you been um, holding up through this time? I've been well. Um, I've been making lemonade out of lemons and um, just really utilizing the downtime, which I kind of rarely get, uh, you know, when things are normal. So I've been uh, just doing some soul searching, doing a lot of reading, um, connecting with family in a closer way and connecting with old friends and such and working on projects that I otherwise wouldn't have time for. So it's been kind of cool for me, very peaceful and um, very productive. That's amazing. I've been hearing a lot of that. And, you know, it is an interesting thing when you spend so much of your life on the road and like going, going, going and in, you know, in this one direction really, really fast. And then things halt and you kind of have to like take a step back and look at what you can spend your time on, what you should spend your time on. Um, So it it is, it has been a, a, a pretty, um, serious time, I think, of reflection for a lot of musicians. Yes. Um, but I love that you've taken that time to do some of the things that you that you wanted to do. And what kind of um, what kind of books are you reading? Man, I'm a huge fan of Robert Greene and also of uh, uh, Marian Williamson. She's brilliant to me. Um, the Art of Divine Compensation is my favorite book that I read during a quarantine. Um, I'm currently on the laws of human nature and I feel like with things starting to open back up, it's just kind of good to um, just kind of study like the human mind and study mm-hmm. behaviors so you can kind of, well, so I can kind of, you know, better communicate with people and just mm-hmm. kind of get a gauge for, you know, where people are coming from and such and just, you know, just be a, a an all around better communicator. So. Those are a couple of the books that I uh, checked out and enjoyed a lot. That's that's fantastic. And I think that's really great advice because we've all been a little bit like sequestered and <laughs> like not having the normal human interaction that we that we are used to. So kind of coming back into it with a, a you know, better understanding of of humans in general. That's that's fantastic. Um, yes, I'll have to I'll have to link those books in the description too so that people can check them out because that's yes that's so great um and and music wise i've seen so many tours announced recently so many things happening now it's almost overwhelming the amount of like tours coming through and it's just it feels 
it's so good to see like live music coming back, the tours happening, things being announced. And I've seen some things that you've been up to that are super exciting. So tell us about what you've been doing. Yes, of late, um, I've been working with Ari Lennox as the drummer and music director, and that's been very dope. Um, it's been challenging, yet it's been fun, it's been interesting, and a learning experience for sure. So that's my main focus these days, and I'm grateful to, uh, to be working with her. That's incredible. And you get to play with your sister on that gig, right? Yes, my sister Vitey is playing bass. She's bringing the house down. <laughs> but yeah, I get to play with my sister and it's very, um, it's very, man, amazing. Cause we've played together uh, growing up, of course, but to get to consistently play on a professional stage is uh, a blessing for sure. That is incredible. It must come like, feel like things have come full circle in that aspect. Yes, it does feel that way. And it's just a blessing to have a compadre on your side, you know, just every step of the way, just have, uh, you know, some family with you. It's, it's a blessing. Absolutely. And speaking of growing up too, uh, tell us about like the first moment when you realized that you wanted to play drums. Man, my first moment realizing that I wanted to play drums was um, at age 10 in church. I was super inspired by the musicians at our church. And our church was known for, our church, uh, Prince of Peace Temple was known for having like the best band in the land. So gratefully that was where I was at every Sunday, you know, every Friday night, every Wednesday. And I just got a chance to soak in a lot of great music and a lot of great musicianship. So just seeing that and being around that really inspired me and, uh, you know, kind of helped with my decision to, to become a drummer at age 10. That is so great. And, and it sounds like you had a lot of um, support in your dream from that young age. Yes, I did. Gratefully, my parents nurtured uh, what they saw in me. And I'm truly grateful for that. Like, it's just important, I feel like, uh, you know, to plant seeds when you see someone has an interest in something that's healthy and something that's productive. So I'm, gra I'm grateful that my parents planted those seeds and, you know, Allow it to grow into a beautiful plant of drumming. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo I love that analogy. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, and you, when you, when you started playing, you were listening to, um, I remember you talking about listening to a lot of gospel music at that time as well. Is that predominantly the music you were hearing? Yes, mostly gospel for sure. And the style of gospel drumming, in my opinion, compared to some other genres, is a bit more complex. So getting my start with, um, you know, some some complex drumming, I feel like helped me along the way. Because for me, it's easier to kind of scale back when I'm playing versus trying to figure out more intricate things to play. So growing up in that and listening to it, it kind of just, you know, kind of set me at a place where I, I kind of had a lot of versatility and a lot of, uh, like, a lot of drum vocabulary, if you will. Absolutely. It translates to so many other genres, yes, you know, where, whereas a lot of genres don't really translate to gospel playing. So I think you're true. right. It totally set you up for, you know, having a lot of different opportunities, I'm sure. Yes, very true. 
And so at that young of an age, were you like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And this is my dream. And I know, I know it. Or were you kind of like, maybe not, we'll see what happens kind of thing. Like, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, more so the latter. Like I knew I was passionate about music and about drumming. Um, but at that age, um, I was interested in medicine. So my mom was a nurse. So my aspirations at that age, I wanted to be a pediatrician. So I was kind of like, kind of a brainiac in school a little bit. So mm -hmm. I was focused on that. And just the drumming to me was just fun. So at that point, I didn't think that I would play drums like, you know, full time and that'd be my livelihood. I just, I just thought it was cool and fun. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to look at it too, because when it's fun, you want to keep doing it. You want to spend time doing it, right? When it's when yes. it's like a passion of yours. Um, but you, we did talk, I, the first time I met you, this came up somehow, uh, that you have a criminal justice degree. I do. I have a bachelor's in criminal justice. And I do as well. So I was one of those things where we were like, what in the world? <laughs> you know? What are the odds? <laughs> but like, there's something, there's something, there's a connection there for sure. Because I feel like music is a lot about your interaction with other people, right? With the other yes. musicians, the relationship, the, the, you know, the push and pull between. And criminal justice, there's so much sociology in there. There's so much like we were just talking about the books that you've been reading, like humanity, understanding people, why they do what they do, how they are, how to interact with people. And so I, there is like some weird connection there. I feel like it just goes together. There are a bunch of other drummers who are criminal justice, like majors or wow. former police officers, something like it's just like the the strangest thing. <laughs> it but, is. But um, and law, you were interested in like going to law school, possibly at some point, right? Yeah. So after maybe probably after my freshman year, that's when I started considering um, going on to law school. But around that time, college time was kind of I think that's when I started thinking more so about playing drums full time professionally. Mm -hmm. So there was it was like law and it was drumming. So drumming ended up winning. Good. We like that. <laughs> we're, we're happy about that. But, you know, I always say the same thing. I'm like, yeah, maybe someday I'll go to law school. I don't know. Maybe. But um, but it definitely is is something I think that's like it's helped me throughout my career and, and you know, contract negotiating, like understanding yes. people. It's just yeah, there's there's definitely something there. And I also love I have to point this out, too, because you've used your criminal justice knowledge um to promote criminal justice reform yes and being yes. a voice in that arena and i think that's amazing thank you i feel like that's probably uh the purpose of me having studied it because i had thought about fbi and border patrol and all these different things and um to me those don't necessarily necessarily excuse me align with what it is that i want to do so I think the best way to use my knowledge um, in criminal justice is to help reform the system. Because um, as a black woman, it is kind of hard to see, um, you know, black people and people of color being so, man, <laughs> being so, just, just being victims of the system pretty much. So to me, the system that we have in place now 
doesn't necessarily reform or help to rehabilitate. It's more so based on punishment and, you know, it's, it's aimed at a certain class of people. So I've just been working with um, Lewis Reed, who was like a goat as for criminal justice reform and just been trying to help out as much as I can. And I know a lot of things, most things won't get done overnight, but I'm definitely going to do my part in chipping away and making sure that, uh, you know, that the system actually helps to rehabilitate people. Absolutely. And it's just, it's fantastic that you are able to use your voice and your position where you've come, where, where you've gotten to in your career, you know, to, to do something that's really uh, close to your heart and has been for a long time and, and very meaningful. So that's, um, that's fantastic. And I'll definitely put a link um, in the description to the, uh, the organization as well, because I think that's, that's important to call out. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, back, back to music, I, you've just had like the most incredible career. The first time I met you and, you know, um, I just knew you was Joy the Drummer, right? Joy the Drummer. That was, uh, that mm -hmm. was um, your, your, like, <laughs> um, I just, <laughs> this, just seeing like your career path has been amazing. Oh, thank you. It's It's been a cool trajectory. And I'm just like, man, like I get kind of amazed at God, like for the opportunities and the favor. I'll get calls out of nowhere. And my mind will just be blown. Like, man, how did you even contact me? Or, you know, how did you find me? So I'm grateful for the career trajectory for sure. Yeah. And I, and I think it also like it, it's um it shows the opportunities that you've uh, that you've taken have led to other things. I, I remember the story about you, like you got the call for Beyonce because you were on a, um, was it making the band? Is that, am I correct in that? Yeah. Making his band. Um, okay. Making his band. Yeah. With Diddy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's, that's what it was. And, and that kind of like led to you making some connections from that. Right. And getting that call. Yeah, it did. Um, Derek Dixie, who's really one of the greatest music directors. I was talking to him the other day, you know, being that I'm um, MDing again now, too, and just kind of picking his brain on certain things and just watching him work in such the genius way that he does. But back then, he and I were just both drummers trying to figure it out, both auditioning to be in this band for Diddy. And um after the show ended, neither one of us got the call to play with Diddy. So we just went on, you know, trying to figure out our lives and our own things. And um, we just would check in with each other from time to time. Like, how's the band doing? You know, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And just that uh, genuine relationship is kind of what um, developed into a, an actual working relationship. So that's that was a blessing. Absolutely. And, and I feel like that's, again, another point when we talk about the relationships right and the the just developing those over time and you know your 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 attitude to toward things and the way that you come across joy is so um positive and wonderful always and i just i have to say that about you because it makes such a big difference um you know not just in how you are outwardly but like in, in your life, I'm sure that you talked about like self-care and reflection and all of those things. And I, I think just um, the way that you, the, how you project yourself is so apparent 
in, in the positivity and it's just always there. So thank you for that. Oh, and thank you. That's very sweet. I try and I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's good to hear that it's, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. The, the positivity is coming through for sure. And I, I do think that that is something that, um, carries through in your career because you make those connections. People want to be um, involved with you. They want to give you the call for things and, um, and it does, it does make a big difference. So, um, so that, that's just amazing. And so, so you get this call to go on, on the road basically with Beyonce, right? Like get into the, the uh, rehearsals and all of that stuff. How, how was that transition for you? Man, that transition for me was, uh, it was a bit challenging, but it was, to me, it was more exciting than challenging um, because I was such a huge fan of Beyonce and I watched all the DVDs and all the, the BTS about tour life. So our first long rehearsal, I was actually excited. I was like, man, this, this parallels what I've been watching on the DVDs. And like the rest of the band members are like tired and looking at me like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this is cool, man. This is what I've been watching. So I was just like, just man, over the moon, so excited about it. And was just very attentive, very attentive, punctual, just what I knew of professionalism is what I portrayed and uh, just always had an open ear. You know, I would hang around Derek a lot just to ask him questions and pick his brain. So, yeah, it was it was exciting for me. Challenging, yet exciting. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned, too, how, you know, you watched all the DVDs and you were so excited about it. Um, and you, I, I remember you talking about how you saw yourself, like you pictured yourself playing with Beyonce. Like that's yes. what you wanted. And it's just incredible to me that like it came true. It's a beautiful story. Um, and the fact that you're, you're still excited about it. Like that's, that's just fantastic. Yeah, it is. I, man, I believe in speaking things into existence and also putting the work behind. Um, faith without works is dead. So believing it and working towards it to me, that's like the, the formula. But yeah, I still do get excited. Like, I don't know, like sometimes people ask like, oh, you've been doing it for a while. Like this is my eighth year with B. So people are like, does it ever get old? And I'm like, not at all. You know, like it's it's fun and it's it's exciting still. Yeah. And and it's been eight years, but every every new experience is completely different. Right. New new stage, new. Well, the costumes are always fantastic. I'm always like, look. <laughs> <laughs> so so great um so like it's uh, yeah it's 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 new even though that you you've been there for years there's always something new going yeah, on for sure that's amazing that's so amazing and and it's also translated into your own music that you've come out with um so you have um hometown girl right yeah is one of the songs and that was inspired by beyonce it was. She gave me a cool shout out when we were in Buffalo um, during the On The Run 2 tour. And uh, man, it was just, it was amazing because that was my first time playing in Buffalo with Beyonce. Because before then we do Toronto, which is two hours from Buffalo. But mm -hmm. Buffalo 
is a the type of market that doesn't usually get a lot of large um, shows. So that was my first time playing with Be There. And to get the shout out for my first time playing, I was just like, man, like it was super surreal. And though I had it in the in-ears, I could hear the crowd. Like that, the energy was that powerful in the stadium where when she said it, like the crowd like erupted pretty much. And I was just like, man, these are people who have been watching me for years. Some of them watched me grow up. They've seen me since the Williams sisters. So it was like a very, very exciting and surreal experience for me. So when she said Joy Hometown Girl, I was like, oh man, like I gotta write a song. Like I have to leave like a stamp in time for the shout out. So that's what I did. And it's been well received in the town too, in Buffalo. So it's, it's cool, man. That's so great. It's so, so great. I love the inspiration behind that. And, and the song is fantastic. And you also have an EP, Heart Music, right? Heart Music, yeah. Heart Music is my favorite. Um, that's what I worked on. Well, one of the things I focused on during quarantine, I was like, man, I actually have time to do like some production and do some writing. And um, the music is reflective of uh, the self-work. So I thought that was important too, just to be a little bit vulnerable and, um, you know, just kind of give the people something kind of different from me. But yeah, heart music is a vibe and just to produce the whole thing I was excited about. So yeah, everybody check out heart music. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ch check it out for sure. I, I, you know, the, some of the music that has come out of um, the quarantine, like you said, there's, there's a different feeling to it. Like there's, there's something there. There's something really, really special um, about this period in time and the creativity that's, that it's fostered, you know? Yes. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling that for sure. And, and I just, I love that you've had time to explore some of these things. And, you know, speaking of something else that you do besides the drumming is acting. And yes. um, when I, when I heard, of course, this was before the quarantine and all of that, but um, you were in Pitch Perfect 3. Yes. That you want to see Joy fun. on the big screen. Go check that out. <laughs> Man, that was crazy as well. Um, the director, Trish, um, hit me up. And she had been following like my work with Beyonce. And for the movie, wanted to use actual musicians. And yeah, she yeah. she reached out. And I was like, of course. you know. So that was my first time on that big of a screen. But that was a dope learning experience as well. And since then, I've done some smaller things. And once I have time, once festival season, you know, comes to a close, I'll have mm -hmm. a little bit more time and, you know, kind of get back into honing in on my acting chops. Absolutely. Like how, how much fun. It's just, it's, it's so great. So great. Like all these facets mm -hmm. of joy. Um <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, um, creative wise, because you have all these things going on, how, where, where do you pull your creativity from? Like, are you inspired by your other music, other people's music or genres or like art? Where are you getting that from? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it really comes from my friends, like my close group of friends, are amazing and they're very very creative in different facets and for me um when i'm working on production and writing specifically i kind of really don't listen to other music 
because I don't want it to like subconsciously inspire me and I don't want to sound like what I've just been listening to. Mm-hmm. So I'll listen to things that I've already worked on or things that I'm working on, like with my friends, like in my close circle group. And we kind of inspire each other's sound. So there will be that or it'd be like a random moment. Like I can be taking a walk and hear like a bird chirp a melody and be like, ooh, you know, and then mm-hmm. pull out my little uh, piano app and figure that out. So just just different random things inspire me or watching a movie. I can watch a really dope movie and that'll make me want to create some music. So really anything fly, but really my, my close, my close circle for sure. They're amazing. I love that. It, I think that's so important to have people surrounding you who also like push you up. You know what I mean? Like surround you, um, support you and, um, and, and then inspire you creatively. That's, that's like, the most we can ask for, I think. Yeah, it's a blessing. So, so great. Um, and I do, I want to talk a little bit about being a female drummer in particular, because um, growing up, you know, well, personally for me growing up, there weren't a lot of women um, playing to, to really look up to. I think that maybe you had had some more um, women who were amazing drummers to really kind of like see yourself in. But I think one of the, the really important things that Beyonce does is give this opportunity for this big stage to female musicians, like in her entire band, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like, how um, how incredible for you to be on that stage and now you're inspiring the next generation um it's just it's incredible how how was that for you like coming up did you have women players to look up to um i didn't have very many women players to look up to um of course there was sheila e once i did start listening to music outside of gospel i discovered sheila e and was like whoa um in buffalo there was a, a older lady drummer named Monique McKissick and she inspired me in different ways. So once she played drums two, um, she started singing as well and then hired me to play drums for her. And I just, I really liked how professional she was, you know, as far as the rehearsal schedules and even the rate, the payments and such. So mm-hmm. I pulled a lot, um, not only musically, but professionally from um, Monique McKissick, but yeah, it was it was few and far in between as far as the the ladies who inspired me on drums, but once I found them, I really clung to them and kind of took, you know, bits different bits and pieces from them. So Sheila E to me is just fabulous. So seeing her style and her charisma on drums, of course, along with the sound, that yeah. truly inspired me. And I was just like, wow, like she made the drums look fabulous. Like yes. Man, it's a masculine instrument, but she made it look super cute. And I was just like, man, I have to figure out a way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You've done that. Totally. I can tell you. You've done it. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. You know, seeing Sheila, um, it it's so this is this is a, a topic, you know, on um not not just women, but also like people of color, you know, seeing yourself in a situation seeing yourself else doing something that you aspire to do is incredibly important. And I think, you know, that's why it's so inclusion is so important. And, you know, these opportunities that are out there are 
are so, so vital to like the next generation. And I definitely like before seeing Sheila and Cindy Blackman, and then later on, um, Terry Lynn Carrington, like being a young woman drummer, I was just like, is this possible even, you know, like, and I was kind of that kid, it was a little bit headstrong. So I was going to do it anyway. But I really, really when when I saw Sheila playing, smiling, like heels on, I was just like, wait a minute. Okay, like, this is real, this can happen. And I, I think that's like, a lesson in exactly what I just said, inclusion, and, you know, just, um, what I'm seeing now with this next generation of young girls playing and, you know, with hit like a girl and the other organizations that, um, support, you know, young, um, young kids getting started in drums, young women playing, but it's just like, it's incredible. The amount of young girls playing drums and the talent level is out of control. Man, I'm like, what are these kids eating, man? Like, <laughs> they're so advanced. It's, it's really a beautiful thing to see. And like you said, so many uh, young ladies playing. And I follow a lot of a lot of young ladies who play. It's, it's just inspiring to see. And everybody's doing it with such, like, boldness and authority. It's amazing to see. The confidence, right? Yes. The confidence, oh my gosh, through the roof. I, you know, seeing like Nandy thing, I just, I love her. Just everything that she projects is so incredible. And every time I see something new from her, I'm just like, yes, Nandy. <laughs> yeah, she is killing. <laughs> she really is, right? Like unstoppable. The sky is the limit. Um, you know, yeah, I just, I think it's so, so what I'm saying is I think it's working. It's working like the, you know, it's coming around and, and it's, you know, we're seeing kind of the past 10 to 15 years of like real um, effort, uh, you know, to, to make it inclusive. And, and it's just, it's amazing to me. I can't wait to see where these young women go and um, yeah, it's amazing. But I know that they look at you up on that stage and they're just like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. That's just so important. Yeah, that is beautiful. That it really is. And it's it's inspiring to me. It just makes me want to, you know, do more and hone in even more and just be a great example and you know, in all facets for the young ladies. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know, speaking of like what's the next generation, what's coming up, are you listening to anything lately that's like new, different, inspiring you um, musically? Is there anything out there that that you want to point people in the direction of? Man, so our audience is probably mostly drummers, so they're already hip, but I've been listening to a lot of C.J. Thompson. Like, for a minute, I was just, like, over the past month, I've probably listened to him maybe, like, two and a half weeks out of the month, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a huge inspiration to me and like to me he's he's very multifaceted so he can chop execute his roles just in such a clean way he's precise and then when it comes to actually playing parts like as for his triggers and his pads he's just so like man just so accurate so he's somebody who i've been listening to and hopefully everybody will cj thompson from north carolina is amazing 
Absolutely. I agree. And I, I will link, I will link to CJ as well. So everyone can check them out if they haven't already, because that's incredibly important. I, that's like one of my favorite questions to ask because I get to discover new um, drummers, new musicians, and you know, the listeners do as well. And like, that's how we all, that's how we all connect. It's this, this community of, of drummers is so beautiful and supportive of each other. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's inspiring. It really is. And it doesn't feel competitive. It just feels like everybody's in their own space and supporting, um, you know, everyone's choice of sound, everyone's choice of style. So it's definitely fly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this, this like little microcosm of the music industry is so like, it's so different than anything else. I can't imagine a bunch of, um, I don't know, like, I can't imagine a bunch of like rock star lead singers getting together and like <laughs> chilling together. <laughs> but like you get a bunch of drummers in a room and it's a giant family reunion, basically. It is. And there's another young lady too. Her name escapes me. I'm trying to look it up really quickly, but she's from Dallas. And she goes to Berkeley and she is just like ridiculous thing. I have to text you her name so maybe we can link her too, but Absolutely. she's really, really dope. I feel like her name is Peyton or something like that, but she's like incredible. I've been watching her uh, IG, a lot. Uh, IG a lot. Yeah, I have to find her name and send it to you. But yeah, she's from Dallas and she goes to Berkeley and she's impeccable. Yes. I know who you're talking about and I want to make sure that I, I get her, her name, right. Um, let me, <laughs> let me make sure. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find her. We'll put her in here. Um, because I agree. It's important to call out, you know, the, the next generation for sure. Um, yes. I love that. And I'm sure she'll love that, that you were calling her out too. <laughs> hey, yeah, she's, so great. she's great, man. Absolutely. Um, so tell us what you have on the horizon for, for this year and upcoming. What are your plans? Man, so I'm really focused on um, music directing. So it's festival season, so I have a lot of programming to do. I have a lot of rehearsal preparation to do, a lot of rehearsal schedules to send out. So that's what I'll be doing um, through the through the summer at least. And then after that, um, I'm gonna try to get back in the studio and work on some production, not for myself, but more so to get some placements. So that'll mm -hmm. probably be what the rest of my year is looking like. I love that. And of course, you will be voting for the next generation of Grammy winners because you're part of the Recording right. Academy now, which is so exciting. Hey, that is exciting. Like it's dope to have a voice in that and really take the time and really listen to each selection and make my choice. But yeah, I will definitely be voting, you know? So whenever I see the post that says for your consideration, it's applicable to me now too. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> But I love, I know that, like, I know how serious you take that responsibility, you know, I just, because I know you and um, I, it's, that's so incredible and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited for you. Oh, thank you. I'm grateful yeah. to be a part. Absolutely. And speaking of the Grammys too, um, eventually the Grammys are happening, right? So they were 
postponed and and all of that and so will you be there um i actually won't be able to now um it's april 3rd in vegas and i was planning to go but i'll now be doing um dreamville fest with ari in raleigh so the gotcha. dates just conflict yeah yes that's that is that that's the tough thing i think about this year with things being pushed a little bit from the beginning of the year because now everything's kind of piling up a little bit but um you know we'll get we'll all get back on track i cannot wait for you know nam and things like that to happen and again the drum shows and all of that great stuff yeah it's gonna be a good time it'll be back we're coming back we're on our way back <laughs> It's happening. It's happening. Well, thank you so much, Joy. I so appreciate your time today. It's been wonderful to catch up with you. It and has been. Um, thank you. Absolutely. I will put a bunch of links in the description so everyone can come and follow you, see what you're doing, check out the books you're reading, um, check out your music, and um, yeah, and just get out and see see you when you come around because. It, you, no matter what you're doing, whether it's with Beyonce or musical directing or drumming in a show, it's just, it's incredible. And um, yeah, just keep going. I love it. I can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah, thanks so much, Sarah. Love and appreciate you. Same to you. I'll see you soon. Yes, indeed. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.